This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's the Volunteer Hotspot, proudly supported by Bakehouse on Bond. Yeah, this time every week we take a look at the power of volunteering in our communities, uh, talking to organisations about the ways that volunteers make a contribution to the great work that they do. And uh, joining me on the line this morning, Melissa Hawke from uh, Guiding Girl Guiding New Zealand. And it's uh, nice to talk with you, Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Um, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell us, Melissa, a little bit about your own relationship with guiding. So um, I've been a member of Girl Guiding since I was five years old. So I went all the way through Pippin's Brownies, Guides and Rangers, and then I've been a leader for a few years. Um, so it's been a really long time. Well, uh, isn't that wonderful that you've felt um, that connection that you want to maintain it through that time? And I guess, um, yeah. I guess you know, that's what you're really striving for, isn't it, is to get girls engaged and to help them maintain that relationship with guiding all the way through. And being part of all of that is um, all the volunteers that make all of that possible. So let's talk a little bit about volunteering yeah. with guiding. How um, does it work and what are the opportunities available to people? So um, there are lots of options with volunteering for girl guiding. So um, you can work with girls as um, a unit leader um, and there's also online options to run um, online units. Um, there's also options to work with adults to kind of support the volunteers who are working with the girls. And then we also have flexible volunteering options if you don't have time to commit every week but still want to be involved, there's still options. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's kind of the nature of volunteering these days that people are very busy and they want to be able to yep. make a contribution, but they possibly can't commit, you know, to uh, to regular hours per week or whatever it might be. So, yep. um, tell us a little bit more about that. Does so? You mentioned before that um, there might be opportunities, for example, just to what to pass on some of your skills through, a, you know, a, a certain period of time with volunteering with girl guiding. Um, yeah, so um, we have the flexible volunteer pool where um, where people say what their skills are and then those of us working in units and with the girls can kind of call on those people for specific expertise, um, like if they have like some outdoor qualifications they want to help with or if they work in advocacy, that kind of thing, and um, want to help just um, with what they specialise in. What about if you are able to offer something a little bit more in terms of a long-term contribution? So um, you can become a unit leader um, working with Pippins, Brownies, Guides and Rangers um, and you're able to choose the age group, um, the location, including volunteering from home and the dates of your weekly commitment. And then there's also working with adults um, as a local coordinator to kind of help those unit leaders um, and support them in their roles. And do you, um, do you have to have had a, a, an established relationship with girl guiding? Do you have to have been a guide yourself, for example? No, most of the um, most of the leaders that I know haven't had um, like long standing relationships with girl guiding, and their contributions are just as valuable. Yeah. Obviously, it's really yeah, really important that uh, girl guiding has um, you know, appropriate people um, getting yeah. particularly involved with dealing with the girls themselves. Tell us a little bit about the process of which uh, you use to onboard volunteers. So you register through the girl guiding website, and one of our fantastic staff team um, contacts um, any new volunteers. Um, you'll be police vetted. There's an interview process to kind of. 
um, figure out where's best for you to be volunteering um, in the organisation and what suits your strengths the best. Um, and then, yeah, you go you go into a unit and kind of see if it's right for you. Um, yeah. And what about to any training that might be required? Yeah, so um, most of the training is online. Um, you have to do some modules to do a leadership qualification and um, there's a few activities in the unit that you have to do as well. And then there's one face-to-face module called Outdoor Essentials, which is um, a lot of fun um, for leaders to do. Um, so we're best placed to deliver the program for the girls. Yeah, you mentioned it being being fun. And I guess anybody who's looking at volunteering for any organisation sort of wants to, to, to have some sense of uh, that it's going to be of value to them. What, what, do, what do volunteers tell you and the rest of your team about about why they do it and what they enjoy about it? Um, most of most of the time it is um, that we all want to give back to our community and that we really love working with um, the girls in our units every week. Um, they're, all, they're all pretty amazing and we get to plan really fun activities um, that often are things that they don't get to do in their normal life. And at the moment... Are there opportunities for volunteers across all those areas that you've talked about? Yes. So you're always looking yes. for people? Yes, yeah. All right, if someone wants to take that next step, uh, Melissa, and, and get in touch with uh, Girl Guiding about uh, what might be suitable for them in terms of making a volunteer contribution, what should they do? Um, they should go onto the Girl Guiding website, www.girlguidingnz.org.nz, um, and sign up via there. We also have um, Facebook and Instagram pages um, as well, which are just Girl Guiding New Zealand. All right. Well, it does sound as though you've got plenty of opportunities to for someone who's keen to help out with Girl Guiding. Maybe you do have that relationship with guiding from back in the day, but if not, it's not absolutely essential in any way. You can work with the girls, you can work with the adults, you can get into a flexible volunteering situation and find a, yeah. a, a contribution that, that suits you. Hey, Melissa, thanks for taking a little bit of time to join us here for the Volunteer South Hotspot. Um, thanks for all the great work that you're doing as well, and... Uh, um, let's uh, hope that you get uh, contact from some people who might be interested in helping out with uh, with volunteering. Yes, um, th- thank you so much um, for having me and inviting Girl Guiding to um, come on the spot today. Kia ora. Bakehouse on Bond is the bakery for all your snack and lunchtime needs. We are in two great locations in Dunedin, the main bakery in Bond Street and our new store at 138 George Street, next to Westpac. Got a fundraiser or catered event coming up? Check out our website, bakehouseonbond.com, for details. Bakehouse on Bond, proud supporters of the Volunteer South Hotspot. And we thank Bakehouse on Bond for uh, supporting this each and every week. It's great, isn't it, every Friday to find out a little bit more about volunteering opportunities. And, of course, we all know it's the lifeblood of uh, what goes on at grassroots level and how things get done in any city, certainly our city as well. Volunteering, very strong and very important. The Volunteer Awards are actually open. Nominations for those for the Dunedin Volunteer Awards. You can hop onto the Volunteer South website and tell you a little bit more about that. It'd be nice to take the opportunity perhaps to acknowledge uh, some organisation or individuals that have been making a difference in your community. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.